Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Tetvav. We will begin at the top of the page. Itmar. We learnt Lechi HaOmed Me'elav. If you have a Lechi, which is in the front of your Mavui to allow carrying in the Mavui on Shabbat, and this Lechi came on its own. Nobody put it there on purpose. It came on its own. Happens to be there. Abaya Omar. It's a good lechi. Rabbi says, since it wasn't put on there on purpose, it is not a good lechi. Says the Gemara, to clarify the machloket. Had a person not had in mind that this piece of item that was there from before should work as a lechi, Everyone agreed that it wouldn't work. If we had thought about this to use as a lechet mol. Abai says it's fine. Since you had it in mind from yesterday, who cares that you didn't put it there? Since it's physically there, it works. Rabbi says, since you didn't have it in mind beforehand, it's not a lechi. Says the Gemara, Kasaka that we think now, just like they would argue about a lechi, they would also argue if a person put a mechitza there, that the mechitza would also need to be put there on purpose, according to Rava, and would be fine, according to Abaya. Says Zigma Tashma, I'll prove to you that that is not so. Why? It says, How says Ben if a person makes a sukkah in between the trees, and the trees are its walls, Kishira, it is kosher. Says Gemara, Ha'acha. So now, we, we are assuming, before we go any further, we're assuming that the laws of Mechitzot should be the same in all places. So therefore, just like Abaya would, would say over here that a Mechitza does not need to be pre-planned, and Rava says it does, so too when it comes to the Mechitzot, which are the walls of Yisukah, Rava should have to say that it need to be pre-planned. And here we see that if a person makes his sukkah among the trees, which means he just makes four poles and puts skach on top, and he uses the trees that are surrounding him as his walls. I guess they're thick, leafy branches to, that work at, as, and they're they're big enough to be walls. it's kosher. You see, even though the trees weren't planned, says well, no, not necessarily. That can't be a proof. The trees over there were planted to be sukkot. But you're right. If the trees were not planted to be Sukkot, there'd be a machloket between Abai and Rava. Says the Gemara, of course it's going to be good if you plant it. Why, why should trees not be good as a mechitza if they're planted for that? What would be the chidush? No, I would have thunk. We should be afraid that if we let you use it as a tree, you might end up using the tree on Yom Tov, and you're not allowed to climb a tree on Yom Tov. We're afraid you might rip off a branch. Kamash Malan, that we, that we allow you to use the tree as your wall, and we don't make the kizina. Tashma, the second attempted proof to the rule. Hayasham Ilan Ogader. We're talking about a case over here where we have a Pase Biryot. We mentioned Pase Biryot before, which is a case where you're trying to carry on Shabbat in a Carmelite from a well 
to where you sing. And we said that if you put Pase Biryot, which are little bookends uh, in the four corners you're allowed to carry. And we said, let's say you want to use for the bookend an Ilan, a tree, or Gader, or a fence of stones, or Chitzat Kanim, or a bunch of sticks. Nidom Diumad, it counts as a Diumad. In that case, even though the tree was not there for them beforehand. In all these cases, we're talking about things, again, that were planted for that purpose, so it's not a proof that it works in the Mechita. Same question, if so, what would we come and teach us? Kamash would teach us, He's coming to teach you that when you have the sticks within four, three Tvachim of each other, we could use it as lavud. And that's a chidush. Says the Gemara Tashma, we learned in a bright, a third attempted proof. Ilana Masich al If you have a, a tree whose branches are weeping over onto the ground, let's say a weeping willow tree, or branches or something that you tied down the branches and now they're growing in a fashion where they're creating an ohel to the ground. If the foliage is within three tvachim of the ground, you're allowed to carry underneath the branches because the branches are serving as a wall. And even though it wasn't planted for it, we're assuming it pushes away the answer. You're right, really no in order to be mechitza, it has to be pre-planned, but this one was, what happens to be that the reason why they planted this tree was for that reason. If so, why can't I, can't, uh, why can't, I should be able to carry under the entire tree? How come I can only carry if it, under it, if it's only as big as two sa'a? As a field that you can make two sa'a from. It should, have been, should be Unlimited, just like a house could be unlimited. So he's going to know. Since this area under the tree was not supposed to be used as a place to hold the stuff, a place to hold something, rather. It was made for the outside. Therefore, you're only allowed to carry in that area. Tashma, another attempted proof. Shabbat Patel. Let's say a guy spent Shabbat on a pile of stones. which is ten tvachim high. amot It is as big as from four by four to up to betzat time. Beneka, or another case, a person has a outcropping, and you're you're in a let's say hole, which is deep, ten deep, which is four up to to betzatayim, or you have a kamakitzah. Let's say you have a field of wheat, and you chopped off some of it. you have stalks surrounding you, and the stalks could act as a halachic wall. 
Right? So you see over here that it seems like these things are not planned from before, and yet you're allowed to carry in them. And maybe you want to answer me by saying, These were also made like that. You could, it, it would make sense when it talks about the field that you chopped down the weed and you made a mechitza. That was made for that. That I understand it's true. It was made for that. What do you do about the pile of stones or a uh, uh, a boulder that the guy's sitting on? In those cases, the boulder was made by Hashem. How can you say it was created for that? It says, Really, everyone agrees that it is a mechitza. The question by Alechi Abaya, the time Abaya follows his reasoning. Tama, who says, Lechim Shomachita, Lechim Shomachita, so it's not going to be Mechita. Mechita, so many Yama have Mechita. We don't care if Mechita was done on its own. Rabba, the Amma Lechim Shomachita, Rabba says, Lechi is a hacker, and if so, if we make it with our hands, have a hacker, then it's going to remind us. But if you didn't make it with hands, it just happened to be there. Lo, have a hacker, it's not going to remind us because it looks like a natural thing and it doesn't count. Tashma, another proof. Let's say you have a fence, the fence which is going towards the front of the Mavi area, right? And they're separated from each other. Let's turn three, you don't need another Lechi. There's three, you need another Lechi. So it sounds like from this writer. Everything should be okay with Alechi. Over there also, when the things were sticking out, you built it like that on, from the beginning so you'd be able to build more stuff and attach it to it. And that's what's going on. Okay? Because we, in the beginning, we didn't think that they left those bricks sticking out of the wall on purpose. But in fact, they did because they wanted to build more and therefore that's a chidush. Says my Ihachim Shitev, so it's obvious. Maudatim, I would have thunk. Lemeisa binyana hudavid. Now this was done to add more, if it, in order to, for it to be possible to add to it. Kamash Milan, that's not why they did it, and therefore it was made on purpose for this. Tashma, another proof. If you have a wall where one side is closer than it's, than it's thinner than the other ones. Benching whether well, you can see from the outside of the Mavoy, benching you can't see from the inside. Benching or whether it's clearer from the inside and, and invisible from the outside. So we see, even though presumably these things were not planned, they still work. Says in Gemara. We're teaching you the same rule that we had before that when something is visible on the outside but not inside, it still counts as a lechi. Tashma, yet another proof. This is a story that Rav was sitting in a certain mavui. was sitting in front of him. As we always see in the Gemara, Amr of Rav. Rav told the servant, Zil, go bring me a pitcher of water. Before the guy came back, 
brought in his hand. He pointed to it in his hand. And therefore he wants to tell his servant to stop bringing him his stuff. Right? Why don't you, so why did you tell the guy to stop carrying out the water? Let him rely on the date tree that's right next to it. So Rav spoke about Rav Huna and he said, This rabbi is like He's like a rabbi who doesn't know what to sugiah. Do we rely on something that was there from before? We have to have everything now. Good. Let's assume that Abaya is and Rava arguing on a case where they weren't relying from yesterday. But if they were relying from yesterday, then everyone should agree to Lechi. Not true. They argue about that case too. There was a story about a uh, uh, a balcony, a second floor balcony, which had these. Um, Stilts coming out of it that could serve as a lechi for one of the mavuis that happened to be on the bottom, right? The pligi ba by rava, the machlok rabai and rava. Good. So we're up to the mission now. We just proved that even though it was there for a long the the, the machloka was coolish and I in all their years that proves that even though it was from before shabbat they're still arguing in that case says the mishnah you're allowed to use anything as a lechi even something that's alive according to tanakama and also another rule if a person uses a live animal, let's say a cow, and use it as a coffin cover, something uh, to cover or something to cover the coffin, it could be the rule could be a that it could be a golel, and it will be metame everything under with with uh, with tumat oil. Meir says it's not a golel. You can't use a live thing, a live object as that. Let's say you would write. On the side of the cow, you would write a get and give it to your wife. It that would be not would not it would work according to Tanakama. Riosi Aglili Poseli says Basul. Says the Gemara. This is a famous Gemara. Tanya went into the brighter. Mir Omer. Kol Davashish Borua Chaim Enosim Lo Dofan Lesuka. You can't use it not as a wall for your sukkah. Velo lechim vui not lechim vui like we saw in our Gemara. Lo pasim libriot. You can't use it pasim libriot like we saw in the other case to 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 bring out water from your well on Shabbat. Velo golel kever. You can't use it as a cover to stop up your kever. Mishum adds that you can't write again on it. My time Why does Rabbi add the restrictions on using it for a get? Pasuk says sefer the katavla when the person divorces his wife it says the katavla you write for her sefer kritut a book of 
cutting off. And the Ela Sifid. I only know that it works if it's on a Sifid. I mean, I let about quote about how do we know that if it's something if it's written on something else, let's say a wall, that it would work also, or something a non-Sifid. Tamudomar the Katavla Pasuk says write for her. And the word write for her means we don't care what how you write it, just write it. We don't care how we write it. Why does it say the word sefer? Just like a sefer is something that is non-living, right? And therefore, and it's not food. You can't write it on food, and you can't write it on anything that's alive. How did the Rabbanan counter this? They, they know about the Pasuk sefer. So what do they do with it? They say mikdiv basifer. Does it say in a sefer you have to write it in a sefer? No, it's a sefer kiv. Let's read devarim be'alma hu de'ata. As long as a person has said in his document the right words that need to be said, that word sefer is like a story. As long as he says the story, no matter how he says the story, it should work. Right? Vidabanan. The Rabbanan, who are the ones who say that you can use an animal, what, what does he do? Katavla, It sounds like it, it sounds like it'd be written on anything. Why didn't it say just vinatala? Why does it say katavla? Says humibayale. You're right. He needs to teach you that you could only divorce a woman with something written and not with giving her money. Why would you think that you could give a girl money and divorce her? You might have thunk. Once there's a hekesh, a juxtaposition of getting into marriage and going out of marriage, as is the famous uh, pasuk, which says, that she leaves his house and goes to become someone else's husband. And the Yatsa Vahaita next to each other to teach you that they're both connected. What works for forget will allow you to get married. That's how we know that you could write a star for a Kedushin without giving any money. A woman could get married with three ways. And the star is learned from this case, Yatsa Vahaita. So we say, just like she goes in with Kesef, if I didn't know better, I would say that you, she's allowed to get divorced with Kesef also. So we learn from here, that no, even though you might have thunk yes, you can't get divorced with Kesef. How does Yubiosik Lili, he certainly doesn't divorce his wives with money. How does he know this rule if he's using Mikatavla for something else? Nafkalan, he learns from the words Sefekritut, and which teaches us Sefekortav and Devarachelacha. Only something written will cut her off and not anything else. What do the Rabbanan do with it? They say, They need the They need it to teach you. That the, the divorce has to be done with with a measure of finality that completely cuts off the ties between them. And if there's any leftover tie, then the divorce is invalid and they're still married. Like Let's say a person divorces his husband, 
divorces his wife, but he puts a condition on her that you're only divorced if you agree never to drink wine again. He's alcoholics anonymous. He doesn't want her to drink alcohol. So on condition you don't drink drink wine, here's your divorce. Or I'm not sure to the chil betavich. No, on condition that you never walk into your father's house. And zekiritutz that there's a lack in finality in the thing, and since the Basuk says it has to be final, therefore they're not divorced at all, and he's still married to her. But if he would change the terms and say you can't go into your father's house or you can't drink wine for 30 days, then it would work. It would work. So we, so the word is need to teach us that it has to be a finality because he can't still have a connection to her. If he tells her you can't go into your father's house forever, that means that even though she's married to somebody else, she can't go into her father's house because then she'll be married back to this one. We can't allow that. That's not sefekiritut. What about Rebbe Sekhlili? How do they know that there has to be a complete cutoff? He learns it from the difference in the word karet and kiritut. It should have said, What is the kiritut of cutting off? The action of Avtaf teaches you, according to Rebbe Sekhlili, that it has to be a complete cutoff. Rabbanan, Karekitut Lotashi. Rabbanan don't agree that there's a difference between the words Sevakaret and Sevakaritut, and therefore that's why he was handling you all those times. Sorry. Therefore, that's why they cannot learn it from there. They don't learn it from Karekitut, they learn it from Sevakaritut. Okay. We're up to the Mishnah.